Kia ora. Welcome to the Arise Church podcast. For more details, you can find us at arisechurch.com. But right now, we're going to hear from our senior leader, Ben Kendrew. We hope you enjoy today's message. begin by reading a couple of verses, one from the Old Testament, one from the New. And these are passages of Scripture I'm sure many of us will know well, but they are very important and set a great foundation for us today on Vision Sunday 2024. So I'm going to read first from Habakkuk chapter 2. You could have picked that one, I reckon. And I'm going to read from Ephesians chapter 3. In Habakkuk chapter 2, I want to read today from the Amplified Version to help us really flesh it out today. It says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, engrave it plainly on tablets, so that the one who reads will run. In every location, I want you to say run when I count to three. One, two, three, run. So that the one who reads it will run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. It hurries toward the goal of fulfillment. It will not fail. Amen. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. Write the vision, engrave it plainly so that you can run. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 20 and 21 say, Now to him. That's Jesus, that's our King, that's our Savior, that's our God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Everyone say imagine. One, two, three, imagine. He can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within us. To Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I have been looking forward to this day for many, many, many months. I'm excited to preach today. I believe, as Pastor Chris White has shared here in Wellington, as Amy declared as well, it's a landmark moment, a milestone day for us as our church family across the country, tuning in online today, we can gather And together, we're going to declare vision for where God is taking us. It's our first Vision Sunday, obviously, since Amy and I were appointed as lead pastors in August of last year. And it's a significant moment as we step into the new day, the next chapter of Arise Church. This beautiful church that may be your first day here today, or maybe like Amy and I, you've called this church home for over 20 years. Whenever you join the journey, today we're in it together. Amen? We're in it together into the next chapter, the next season. I'm excited. I'm sure you can tell. This is an awesome day, an awesome day. It's important. It's exciting because vision empowers people. That's what we read in Habakkuk chapter 2. And that's why you'll often hear that a, a great sports team has a clear vision, a business or company has a strong vision, maybe a school that you want to send your children to have a clear vision of where they're going to take the students at that school. And that's why it's important to make sure as a church family, we are clear, we've made it plain so that we can run. It's time 
to run. Does anyone believe that today? It's time to run. Run the race that God has marked out for us. It gives you energy. To have vision gives you clarity. It helps you say yes to the right things and no to the distracting things. Maybe as a family, a great example could be that when you want to save up to go on a great trip, maybe to take your kids overseas for the first time, or you want to go somewhere that's going to require some focused saving, that we say to our kids, we've done this with our children, to teach them, hey team, if we want to do this exciting thing, In two years' time, that means for the next two years, we're going to not do these things and save some money, and we are going to do these things. It gives you focus when you've got clear vision. The Bible says it's an often repeated proverb that without vision or without revelation, people cast off restraint or get distracted or run wild, one translation says. And this is the case for each of us as individuals. We need clear vision from God for our life, for our family, for our call. And it's the same for us as a church family. I want to acknowledge that after the last few years, our our specific journey as a church at Arise means that it's not surprising that the vision has been unclear with constant change with challenge, with refining, with a season of rebuilding, and as we've declared many times, strengthening the foundations of our church, it makes sense that in the last year there may have been a degree of ambiguity, maybe the opposite of what Habakkuk said, make it plain. I'm just going to put my hand up and say at times that arise in the last two years, it has not been written very plainly, amen? But now is the moment. Now is our time. We make it clear and we begin to run. That's why I'm excited about today. And you know what? Rather than just land it all on the 4th of February, 2024, I'm excited because it's our moment to declare it today. And then as a church, as a family, as mum and dad, as a young couple, as a teenager at Arise, as a uni student, that you can begin to write down your part to play in God's vision for our church, that we can make it clear and we can begin to run. You know, as Amy and I approached the appointment of lead pastor, as we shared our heart through the interview process, it required us to present a degree of vision, of course. But really, it's been since that moment that I felt clearly from God, now you have permission to begin to press in, to dig into His Word, to discuss with the leadership of the church. We had a a, a couple of days together with every campus pastor uh, in the second half of last year. And for the first time, I felt a a clear call and permission from God. Now we begin to declare the vision for Arise moving forward. It wasn't right. It wasn't appropriate in those last few years as we refined and rebuilt it. But now it's time to run. Now it's time. So we've spent time in prayer. We've spent time in deep discussion and deliberation. We've spent time for Amy and I seeking the Lord and in prayer retreat environments and then sharing with the leadership team. And and I wanna say, just so you know, the campus pastors in every location, the leadership of Arise. uh, Look, this is a robust group of people who care about this church so deeply that we are getting into it. Not just, okay, sounds good, Ben, whatever you say, but instead that we press into God. And that's how we find ourselves here today, ready to run. We need to know why we are here. 
Why is Arise Church here? We know we're part of the Capital C Church, God's church moving across New Zealand and around the world, and we've got a part to play. But every local church, every community of faith has distinctives, has a mandate, has clarity and call, and we need to know what's ours. What are we here to do? It's time to dream. The reason I read Ephesians chapter three is that it makes it abundantly clear that God can exceed, can do more, can do immeasurably more than what we think or imagine. What you think about your family's future, what we would dare to imagine about our church's future, God can exceed it. God can exceed it. I love that passage. It always speaks to me. It always stirs me. And I love that in the midst of this great declaration, it's a good verse to put up on the mantelpiece, isn't it? God can do immeasurably more than we ask, think, or imagine. But I want to remind each and every person at Arise today that the Bible says, Paul writing, that he does it, God can do it according to his power at work within you, within us. God doesn't have a grand vision, a grand dream for the church, and then he does it all. He calls you and me to play our part, to run the race that he has marked out for us. Maybe you're here today, maybe you're there in Whangarei and you're like, cool, what's the big deal? Why, why a vision? Maybe, maybe you're here today in Hamilton going, finally, some vision for our church. Wherever you are on that scale today, it's awesome you're here and it's time for us to run. Yeah. And that's why we've entitled this whole month, Can You Imagine?, at the, at the end of last year, somewhere in the last month or so, Amy and I both felt clearly, strongly, a, a sense from God, the word imagine. Time to imagine again. Imagine what a church that makes a genuine impact in our world could look like. Imagine, imagine what families who pursue Jesus could look like. Imagine what local campuses in every city could do if we choose to advance the kingdom of God. Imagine. I want to ask you today as we open up the vision, would you imagine with us? Would you hear today with not just your physical ears, but with your spiritual ears and with your mind, willing to dream, willing to think, willing to imagine? Because whatever we can imagine, God can do immeasurably more. Immeasurably more. Jesus gives us vision. And then he gives us the power to outwork his vision. He did this with the disciples. He said to Peter, on this rock, Peter, your revelation, your declaration, I'm gonna build my church. Can you imagine what Peter began to imagine in that moment? Me, the guy who swears, the guy who chopped ears off, <laughs> the guy who runs away from Jesus. That means that Jesus did the work of redemption and restoration of Peter. Then he was filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he could run with the vision that Jesus had called him to. That means whatever your background, whatever your journey, whatever baggage you're carrying in, God can redeem, God can empower, and you can be a part of His great plan for our nation. All right, I think I've built it up enough. I think it's time. Who's ready to hear and see the new vision statement for Arise Church? Selwyn, are you ready? Dunedin, are you ready? Okay, in every location, put it up on the screen. Our new vision statement. We will pursue Jesus. We will build His church. We will advance His kingdom and we will impact our world. Amen.
Amen. We will pursue Jesus. We will build His church. We will advance His kingdom. And we will impact our world. That is why we are here. That is what we are here to do. That each of us would pursue Jesus with all our heart. Love the Lord your God with all your mind, body, and soul. With everything we pursue Jesus. That in doing so, together we would build His church. The thing that He said He would build. That through that vehicle of the church, we would advance His kingdom into every sphere of society. And we would make a great impact in our world. We'll pursue Jesus, build His church, advance His kingdom, and impact our world. I want to spend the rest of our time together today. I'm going to unpack each of those declarations that make up our bold new vision statement. I'm believing today that seeds would be sown, that you wouldn't just hear information, but impartation into our heart and spirit. What would it mean? Begin to dream already. What does it mean to pursue Jesus in your life? What does it mean to build His church? Imagine advancing His kingdom there in Christchurch, there in Palmerston North. Imagine impacting our world. I want to uh, let you know a few things about this statement first before I unpack each of those phrases. I want you to know that it's been poured over, prayed over, that every word is intentional, that language matters. Um, Maybe you can see it through, but I want to show you, pursue Jesus. That's something I can't do for you, that that's who we would be as a church and passionate pursuit of Jesus. I'll speak about it, but it begins with each one of us. From there, together we build His church. Picture it like a funnel getting wider. And then we advance His kingdom. That's, that's into every aspect of society. And then we will impact our world. And my prayer, our heartbeat, is that as we impact our world, people will themselves begin to pursue Jesus, build His church, advance His kingdom, and they would impact their world. I want you to see that the language matters when we say we will pursue Jesus, our Lord and Savior, and we will build His church. Not the church, not a church, not a rise church, certainly not Ben's church. We will build the church of Jesus Christ, His church. If there's a kingdom we want to see advance in the world, it's the kingdom of God where Jesus is King, the King of Kings. I don't know if you sung that in your campus today, but there was a profound sense of the Spirit of God here in Wellington as we declared, praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. Jesus, you are King of Kings, and we wanna see your kingdom advance. Every word matters. I want you to notice today that every phrase is a verb. Pursue, build, advance impact, it requires something of us that God would call us after. So let's get into them. Pursue Jesus. What do we mean by pursue Jesus? I'm praying, Amy and I, the campus pastors, we are believing together that we would be a church of dedicated, passionate pursuers of Jesus. That we would not be complacent. You know, if there's a risk that each and every one of us has. And if there's a risk, especially in the Western world or a first world country like Aotearoa, New Zealand, that in our personal relationship with God and in our community of faith, we could get apathetic. We could roll through motions. 
We could tick religious boxes. We could get complacent and we find ourselves with lukewarm Christianity. And if you know the Bible, you know what Jesus said about lukewarm pursuit. We will be passionate pursuers of Jesus. At Arise, we go after the things of God. Go after. The answer is to be a place where we encourage, urge, rub shoulders with. Iron sharpens iron, the Bible says. But encourage and urge each other to be in passionate pursuit of Jesus. We want to see every person, young and old, become more like Christ. We want to see every person draw closer to Christ, knowing that the Bible promises when we draw near to Him, He will draw near to us. Hey, I want to make it really clear today that this comes with a theological understanding that first and foremost, God sent Jesus to us. That's the gospel. That's Emmanuel, God with us. That's the gift of salvation. But we recognize that he sent God in human form and what Jesus did for the whole time he was on earth essentially was come, follow, let's go. I'm heading here, will you pursue me? Once we receive what God has done for us, we make a decision to follow him, pursue Jesus, his way, his truth, his life. He calls us to follow all through the Gospels. A bunch of references in the book of Matthew where Jesus said to the disciples who were fishing at that time, he called out to them, it says, come, follow me, pursue. I will show you how to fish for people. I will make you fishers of men, form you, shape you. He said when he was walking on water in the midst of a storm and the disciples were on a boat, Peter said, is that you? And Jesus said, yes, come. Pursue, follow, we will pursue Jesus. Jesus says to those who are weary, come to me and I will bring refreshing strength. Whatever place you find yourself today and in the days ahead, pursue Jesus. We wanna pursue Jesus. Hebrews teaches that it's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and he rewards those who sincerely seek or earnestly seek. Seek, look, search, pursue. We've got to pursue Jesus. If you want to ask how we're going to go about that at Arise, well, this is my little teaser and invitation to say, join us on Wednesday night at Team Night, our first one for the year, because we're going to declare on Wednesday night, uh, go into this one in particular, Pursue Jesus, because I want to share our new values. I'm going to read them out one time today, but on Wednesday night in every location, we're going to link for our first Team Night, and we're going to unpack our new values. Our values, how are we going to pursue Jesus? What does that look like? We're going to be a people of prayer. We're going to be a house of worship. We're going to have mountain moving faith. We're going to live a life of service to others. And we are going to be filled with the joy of the Lord. But that's all you get today. I need you to come out on Wednesday on that one because we're going to go in. It's going to be powerful. Prayer, worship, faith, service, joy. And I believe actually you'll find these values come through the whole vision statement. As we pursue Jesus, build his church, advance his kingdom, and impact our world. We pursue Jesus. So you have a clear vision statement, write it down, make it plain, means that you know what you're here to do. So 
We pursue Jesus. That helps us understand some of our activity. That's why we have prayer and fasting every year. That's why we start our services at Arise Church with passionate praise and worship to our God. That's, that's what shapes the songs we choose as we sing praise and worship. That's what helps us write songs. That's what helps us hunger for God. That's why we pray for people in ministry moments, in services and in homes. That's why we have a vision that calls us to pursue something bigger than us. Why we testify, why we celebrate. That's why we're going to teach on joy. Why we're going to teach on faith. Why we're going to teach on spiritual disciplines because we need to pursue Jesus. Each and every person pursue Jesus. Amen? Amen. We pursue Jesus and we build His church. This may seem obvious at an Arise Church Vision Sunday, but I want to make it really clear. This is crucial. We should only build what Jesus calls us to build. He said He would build His church and the Bible calls us in 1 Corinthians co-laborers with God, workers with God. Let's build what he's building. See, the problem we may face is there's been a clear decline in the active participation of church members, not just in Arise, but across New Zealand and actually around the globe in the last few decades. And we don't want to go through the motions, as I said before, as a church saying, oh, well, let's see what happens. What was a cultural norm 50 years ago to say I was part of a church community is no longer the case. But we believe the answer is to build the church of Jesus Christ, to co-labor with Him, to have a vibrant church community that shapes and forms people into His image so every person can run. We are part of that church. We are part of the ecclesia, the gathering of the saints, the called out ones. And we know actually at Arise some things that we do very well that we are going to lean into. You know, much of this uh, vision statement or sharing today is actually uncovering again things that are in our DNA as a church that God is calling us to hold on to. And then there are aspects of our vision today that are maybe new deposits from God to say for the next 20 years, go after these things. But we know build His church. What does that look like at Arise? Well, we welcome people very well. We have great services. We have healthy life groups and we serve on team. Hmm. Welcome people means that at Arise, you actually find someone who likes you, <laughs> that you are welcome here. You'll find a place of belonging. Last Sunday at our Christchurch campus, met a family there for their second time, and I'm always inspired when people say, oh, everyone I've met here is so friendly. That's a distinctive of Arise Church, that we would welcome people into the church. We have services where we're going to passionately praise God, go after the presence of God. We're going to have strong teaching and preaching from the Word of God, and we're going to see God move when we gather. Amen. We have life groups where we gather in homes like the early church did for the breaking of bread and prayer, where we find real relationship, meaningful relationships, support, care, challenge and rebuke at times, but that's why we have relationships, to uh, life groups to build His church. And we serve on team so that I can use my gifts, not for my own good, but for yours and you for everyone else. That's how we're going to build a church. We co-labor with Christ. So that's why we're going to invest into these areas, focus on these areas, be intentional about these areas. We pursue Jesus, we build His church, and we advance His kingdom.
every person pursuing Jesus, together we build his church, and then we want to see the kingdom of Jesus Christ advance across our nation and world. This is big. This is big because I believe this is broader than even just the church. We know that the church, capital C, is Jesus' vehicle for advancing his kingdom. But I want you to know today that we want to see the kingdom of God impact every sphere of society. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and when we gather on a Sunday. The kingdom of God is about a way of life. It's about who is sovereign. Who is king of my life, of our church, of your life? The challenge we face here is that Christianity could fade away in the generations to come. God's kingdom is actually not the default way, I'm sure you know this, of people living in their day-to-day life. But that is what Jesus taught on the most. All through the Gospels, the kingdom of God is like. The kingdom of God is teaching us how to live in his way. (laughs) Why did Jesus, when the disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray? Why would Jesus, when teaching us, the disciples, how to pray, say, say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth. He wants us to live with a kingdom mentality. Is this the way God designed it? Is this the Jesus way? What can I do to bring that into my whanau? What can I do to bring that into my workplace? How can I bring whatever, whatever culture I, I, I recognize my background and history is from, I wanna bring kingdom into that environment. I wanna see the way of Jesus impact my sports team, my kids' school, every environment. Let the kingdom of God advance. I'm believing that we could see tangible change in our society. What do I mean by that? I mean that every census, every three years, the number of professing Christians goes north, amen, as the kingdom of God advances. Romans 14 says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in my mind, in my heart, I imagine that kingdom advancing. Righteousness, people living right, living according to God's word. Peace in a nation that is wracked with anxiety and depression and storms of the mind. I want to declare the kingdom of God advancing and peace reigning in hearts and minds, in homes and in communities. Joy, real joy, not slapping a smile on your face, not happy-go-lucky, but joy whether it is a good day or a very bad day. Joy from the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. I want to see it advance. We want to see resilient disciples, resilient disciples who weather the storms of this life and say, my God is good. I'm pursuing Jesus. I'm building His church and I will see His kingdom advance. We want to see Christianity grow from generation to generation. And that's why at Arise, as I mentioned before, churches have distinctives, mandates, clear calls. One of the key ways that we will see his kingdom advance is through our ministry to children and young people. Arise has a clear call to minister to kids, to minister to teenagers, to minister to young adults, and not just entertain, and not just put on babysitting services, but to bring the kingdom of God into their world, that they could impact their world. There are so many testimonies, aren't there? 
Psalms 145 says, One generation commends your work to another. Tell of your mighty acts. And I don't know about you, but I know in every location of Arise, there are hundreds, probably thousands of people that like me in this church, God grabbed your heart as a young person, 18 years old, backslidden and drifting away from the things of God, not living out the kingdom way of life as a uni student here in Wellington. But in this house, discovering Jesus afresh, being discipled, being challenged, being encouraged to go and live out the kingdom way, I came back to Christ. And I know that's the declaration and the testimony of so many, maybe as a child, as a young person, as a uni student and young adult. We have a mandate. So that's why we want to pour resource into Arise Kids. Oh man, in every location right now. We believe, we see already, but we believe that we continue to see a rocking kids program. Not childcare while we do church, but ministry that speaks to their heart, shapes them into the way of Christ. That's why we've had Arise Kids TV online for a number of years now. In a generation that is overwhelmed with content, let something of the kingdom of God advance through YouTube and into the children's hearts and minds. Amen. That's why we have Arise Youth where we wanna raise up a mighty, mighty army of young people who are passionate pursuers of Jesus, building His church, advancing His kingdom. That's why summer camp was so powerful because I felt a Holy Spirit say, imagine Ben, you're seeing it come to pass. Would you dream again as we watch young people passionately pursue Jesus? That's why we have Arise Young Adults ministering at universities, ministering into our 20s to see the thinkers, the leaders, the, the shapers of our nation now and in the years to come, come alive in faith in Jesus, find His purpose and plan and outwork that. Resilient disciples who impact their world, who impact our world. I wanna say that because we wanna see the kingdom of God advance, we know that we have a mandate to raise up people who would be ministers in the local church and in Christian ministry. And that's why we have a ministry school. That's why we're going to pursue the ministry school because we want to have one vehicle where if you feel on your heart, I think God is calling me to help train and release and equip the saints. I need, I need to be equipped myself. That's why we're going to have a ministry school to see his kingdom advance. Can you imagine the Christian faith growing and flourishing from this generation to the next? No longer in decline, but a declaration that God is alive, commending His works one to another. And finally today, we are going to impact our world. We are not here to hide in a holy huddle. I don't just want to have great church services and then have no impact for the rest of my week. I want to be a part of a church that is making a tangible difference in every sphere of society. Jesus said, you are the light of the world, a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then hides it under a basket. They place the lamp on the stand for all to see. It gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine so that everyone would praise God. Let's impact our world. What does this look like for you and I? What does this look like for our church? That we would equip the saints and that we would care for the poor and vulnerable, that we would equip the saints. What I mean by that is you are a minister. Where God has placed you, my friend, 
in your family, in your workplace and industry, in your school or university, in your sports team, in your neighbourhood. Shine for all to see the goodness of God. And we want to be a church that isn't only saying, hey, bring your friends on Sunday. That's one part. But that we would say, hey, go out there on Monday and shine for Jesus. Do all that He's called you to do. Run with the vision that He's giving to equip saints who are sent into the marketplace, every sphere of society. Can you imagine with me? Can you imagine people in the entertainment industry, in our politics, in senior leadership, in education, in every area, in the health profession, who are impacting their world for Jesus? We want to be a church that equips the saints to go out and do the ministry, to equip the saints and to care for the poor and vulnerable. Look, we can't ignore the biblical mandate to help the hurting. All through the Old Testament, in fact, many times in the major prophets, the people of God are rebuked for not doing enough for the marginalized. Then Jesus teaches the same. Then the early church does the same by caring for the needy. And look, when I say impact the world and, and we want to equip the saints and care for the vulnerable, I feel like this is something that's been beneath the surface of our church that we want to see flourish and rise to have new ear time to celebrate so that you can make a difference in your workplace and together we can make a difference for those who desperately need it in New Zealand, in your city and around the world. We impact our world by equipping the saints and by caring for the vulnerable. Why doesn't the worship team in every location join me on stage today? We want to give people tools to navigate the waters of modern society. We want to teach and disciple and train how to live the kingdom way of life in your workplace. The world has changed dramatically in the last five years, in the last 10 years, in the last 50 years. What does it mean? What does it mean to pursue Jesus Build His church, advance His kingdom in your day-to-day. -day. We want to strengthen you so that you can impact your world. And that together, we could genuinely help those who are in need. And in Proverbs 29, 7 says, The godly cares about the rights of the poor. The wicked don't care at all. We, we, we want to shine His light. We want to be His hands and feet. Make a real and tangible difference. So many beautiful stories through our Rise Care vehicle, our primary means of making a difference, of impacting our world by caring for the needy. So many stories of people who said, I felt lost, unseen, didn't think anyone cared. And then Arise turned up with a package, with support, with love. I feel like we're just scratching the surface. We have a great opportunity before us. We want to shine the light of Jesus into every sphere of society. Amen. Huh. We want to be a church that brings the hope of Jesus Christ into every home and neighborhood. We want to see Christians rise up who are pursuing Jesus, disciples of Him, and that you, where God sends you into your workplace, into your community, would be advancing His kingdom. Together we want to build His church. I want to see every person, your loved ones, your neighbors, your family members who don't yet know the love of Jesus. 
We want to see them come to know Him in a real and personal way and begin a passionate pursuit of Him. Thank you for joining us for the Arise Church podcast. We hope this message has blessed you. For more content or resources, visit arisechurch.com. Matiwa, see you soon.